Bonjour, amigos. Welcome back. Uh, Bob, Fish B over there making music. Forthcoming. Kanye West is now whizzing on trophies for a surprisingly good reason, especially for Kanye. Whizzing on trophies. Plus, what's the biggest podcast mistake ever made? And Fish B has the best question ever. Oh, no. Now I know this entire show is just fucked. Whatever... Hot lead Fishby. Whenever Fishby points out in the tease that Fishby has the best question ever, inevitably it will be something so insulting that I want to, I won't say what it makes me want to do, but it's never good. It's never good. And I guess we'll, I guess we'll all find out together on this audio journey when we, uh, when we get there in, uh, in just a few. But first, I feel so bad about something. I was unintentionally and triple underline unintentionally the biggest asshole in the world today unintentionally triple underline i'm paying for my lunch and a voice deeper than mine asks anything else today or just the burrito and i reply without fully taking in my surroundings i was kind of lost in thought just in there in bobland and i reply No, thank you. Just the burrito, man. Then suddenly I snap back to reality and become painfully aware of my surroundings when I see the name tag on a visor worn by this individual and the only words written on the visor were the pronouns she slash hers. And I froze. I didn't know if I should apologize. The conversation just continued to flow naturally. And it seemed like she may not have heard me. And I didn't want to make it worse. I didn't want to make it more awkward than I already had. But I don't really live in the most enlightened corner of the world. And when it comes to what pronoun someone wants to go by, I am respectful as hell when it comes to that shit. I really am. And if you want some virtue signaling, sure, you bet. My tattoo artist, trans female. And while I'm at it, do I know gays and black folks? You bet I do. You bet I do. You bet I do. Unintentionally, the biggest asshole. I promise to the ghost of L. Ron Hubbard for the rest of my life. If there's a name tag on a visor, I'm going to read it twice, maybe even three times to make sure I, I, I don't fuck up. Like, that's exactly the person I don't want to be. And there I was. And with that said, now that that's off my chest. All right, Fishby. Question one. Let's do it. Since it's a pandemic and nothing more could have been done, why do you and all your snowflake butt babies, really? Snowflake butt babies, freak out over Trump's handling of COVID? Really? Nothing more could have been done? If the president 
just would have leveled with the American people the same way he talked to Bob Woodward. And from the jump, from the very beginning, which would have been January, said this thing is deadly and contagious as fuck. And until we get a handle on this thing, we all have to wear masks in public and try to limit our social interactions to less than 10 people. Hundreds of thousands of our fellow American lives are on the line here, and so is the future of our economy. I don't think history will look back too fondly on President Trump and the way we handled a once-in-a-century global flu pandemic. What's next, Fishby? Did that radio dude in Chicago deserve to get fired? Do I really have to talk about a radio dude in Chicago that got fired? This, this is in the national news. Um, the guy's name is Dan, because I have no desire to promote him. Uh, and uh, this story involves Monday Night Football new sideline reporter and longtime ESPN reporter. Maria Taylor and studio host Maria Taylor. And she on Monday night football was wearing a very fashionable black leather top that was inspired by the black leather biker jackets that are very much in style right now. And it was kind of a take on that. And there was no cleavage exposed, but her shoulders were out like the top four inches. And it was, it was very fashionable, and it was very nice. But this guy, Dan, he tweets this. NFL sideline reporter or host for the AVN, Adult Video News, annual awards presentation? Basically, a sideways way of saying she's dressed like a porn star, or at least someone that would be hosting an awards show for porn stars. But apparently Dan had a big enough Twitter following that this tweet got its way to Maria Taylor, the sideline reporter who was wearing the leather top. And she responded, well, Danny Dearest, if you would like to continue making sexist comments about me, please bring your misogyny with you to NBA Countdown Doubleheader. I'll be hosting tomorrow night. And hey, ladies, remember, you can wear whatever you feel confident in. And I couldn't agree with that last sentiment more. Absolutely, ladies. We, we've been through this on this show many times. If you feel confident in it and no one is telling you to wear it and you feel good in it, fucking wear it. You've been through this. But he didn't get fired for the tweet. He got fired because these big radio companies are losing money hand over fist because businesses are losing money hand over fist because of the once in a century global flu pandemic. And now there's no advertising dollars. So people are getting laid off left and right in media, bus media businesses across the board, especially in the dinosaur that is terrestrial radio. And they want to use this tweet to say he was fired, quote unquote, with just cause. Therefore, they don't have to pay out the rest of his contract. And that's all it is. And I assume Dan in Chicago 
has an attorney, and that attorney will go through the Twitter feed of every other radio personality that works for this radio company and find thousands and thousands of worse tweets that no one said fuck about. No one said a thing. That's what's going on. What's next, Fishbeam? Keep it moving. What's the pissing deal with your bipolar boy, Kanye West? Brothers and mental maladies, Kanye is not my boy, but whatever. Yeah, he's um, not to be outdone by the homeless dude who live-streamed himself shitting on Nancy Pelosi's San Francisco driveway. Kanye West posts a video of himself as he throws one, just one, not all of them, just one of his 21 Grammys into the toilet and proceeds to piss all over it. And he's actually pursuing the very noble cause. He was making a Twitter rant that I agree with that recording artists retaining the rights to their what's called master recordings, which make royalty revenue in perpetuity, but almost always end up belonging to the record label and not the artist. It is standard practice and standard contract in the music biz. And it's bullshit, but it's how these huge record companies make fucking money. Pissing on trophies? I got no problem with Kanye here. What's next, Fishby? How positive are you that you're actually alive? You would think that that is an easy question to answer. How positive are you that you're actually alive? That is not an easy answer at all. And I will leave it at that for now. But Friday, where we will address that topic head on, no fear, that'll be Friday. As for today, what's next, Fishby? What's the biggest podcast mistake you and Fishby have ever made? Yeah, the wheels are the, the wheels turn on this question because really there's been too many mistakes to mention. But but the biggest one and before you start your podcast because it just seems like inevitable that in sometime in the next 5 years like everyone will eventually start a podcast. Starting a podcast is easy. Sustaining a podcast and growing a podcast, those are different beasts entirely. And learn from my mistake here, because I'll tell you exactly what I did, the biggest mistake. Even though this show was beta and only five people knew about it for the first year, I still, even after a year, I told people about it way too soon. Because usually people, I mean, they'll give it a try 
but if they decide they don't like it, it, do, it doesn't matter how many times they, they see it on social media or wherever, odds are they're not coming back once they decide they don't like something. That's just the way consumerism works. But the reason I told people about it too soon, and catch yourself here in any creative endeavor, just kept finding little things here and there to make it better, to make it better, just kept tweaking, experimenting. And these improvements totally created a false narrative in my mind that the podcast was good, when in reality, it wasn't good yet. In hindsight, it was okay at best. But I didn't realize that because there were still so many more things that I had to learn, still so many more things I had to fucking figure out. So that's the biggest mistake that this podcast has ever made. What's next, Fishby? Yo, it's me, Fish B. Ow! And here we go. What's your favorite thing to say right after you paint a... You've really done it this time, mister. Of all the strange and fucked up places, this show goes, I'm not finishing this question. I'm not. I'm not. Turn the question over. All right. I'm turning... Oh, oh, oh. My favorite thing to say is boom, and that's why they call it showbiz. <laughs> okay, I'm not sure anyone knows what we're talking about at this point. What's next, Fishby? Oh, that's what's next. There's Isaiah's music, which means we've reached the final question of today's Fishbowl. As always, it comes from our 10-year-old executive producer, Isaiah the Tiny Player, who today writes... How did the Denver Nuggets beat the Clippers? Great fucking question. Kawhi Leonard looked tired. And I may have jinxed it, and I know this has nothing to do with me, but a few shows ago, I was talking about how great the NBA bubble playoffs are, and... It was before game six had even been played. And I already put the Clippers and the Lakers, the Battle of LA, in the Western Conference Championship like everybody else did. And then those crazy Denver Nugs just kept winning. I think they're going to get annihilated by the Lakers, but we will find out. Oh, random fact about our about our executive producer, and this is a good thing. Um, if you have kids, you know this is true. The, the internet, the Zoom school, for 95% of kids, it is horrible. Uh, but where he lives in Florida, they have their choice. They, they can either be at home or they can be... Uh, in school and the students that are at home literally join them on a zoom board and there's breaks for lunch and recess and all that shit. But today he went back to school because the internet thing was just so frustrating and he clearly wasn't learning anything and it was making everyone miserable trying to keep him on task. And that's teachers are angels. That job is best done by teachers. So Isaiah's back, back in school. Time now for the artist formerly known as Paleta Bola de Fuego and or the finale. Kick a fish beat. 
I thought it was crazy when all our West Coast wildfire smoke reached the East Coast, and I had never heard of that, and now the smoke has reached motherfucking Europe, and I'm not talking about the final countdown in Cherokee, sorry, has glam rock band, we're talking Europe, Europe! South Park is arguably the most relevant TV show of our generation, and curiously, their competition for that title is the longest-running animated series in history, The Simpsons, but whatever. South Park's new season premieres September 30th, and it's an hour-long special about COVID, and it's gonna be fucking brilliant, and you can bank that. SNL has found a Canadian Trump-hating Instagram painter to play Joe Biden all new season long, and his name is Jim Carrey with two R's, and perhaps you've heard of him. Creepy Netflix serial pedophile and dead guy who didn't kill himself, Jeffrey Epstein, was such a sex addict, he used to work out every morning while watching Girls Gone Wild VHS tapes, or maybe even DVDs, and yuck. And even worse, a dude in Louisville took a Greyhound bus to visit family in Chicago with a bunch of foul-smelling, really heavy luggage that he never unpacked and ironically guarded with his life. Cause yep, you already know what was in the luggage and why he won't be around for Christmas this year. And lastly, true story. Last night after the show, my demons got a hold of me. I think it was just a very emotional day with, with, with my uh, psychiatry. And I tried to delete my entire SoundCloud page, thereby deleting the only place that has all 492 of every podcast we've ever done. And if SoundCloud didn't ask me if I was sure about deleting my page, I wouldn't be here today. And that interlude Friday is gonna be a real treat. Real treat. Your question was terrible, by the way, Fishby. Just terrible. Uh, we will be back uh, tomorrow with chapter 480, even though the even numbers make me nervous. Strange, but true. But we're gonna do our very best. In fact, by the time you're listening to this, we're already working on it. Till then, say adios, Fishby.